0: Well, hi, everybody, whether it, you're listening morning, noon, or night, because Banquet is recorded, and I know that a lot of people listen that don't come to it. Uh, anyway, today is October the 8th, 2023, and I welcome everybody. Oh, and it's it's Sunday. And it's the second Sunday of the month. That's when we have banquet. And this is a place where people talk about the books that they have read, liked or disliked, and very short synopsis because we have a lot of people here. And my name is Joni Leonard. I'm the facilitator. And did I leave anything? Oh, next month, Banquet is November the 12th. It's the second Sunday of the month, and hope everybody will come to it. Anyway, um, I'm going to start with my book before I forget, because uh, I didn't get to write it in Braille. So. But I can't forget this book because I've been wanting to read it for ages. It's called The Housemaid.
1: Oh my goodness. The, I love it. that book.
0: It is and it's by Frida McFadden, M-C S A D D E N. It's on board and the book number is seven one four. 201 I did all that for memory so this book is so incredible it has so many twists and turns there's violence in it and torture but it's about it's about a man and woman who get together They get married. She has a daughter um, from another relationship. And he is the most handsome, delectable guy you could imagine. And everybody that meets Andy, just falls head over heels with him, in love with him. Um, Lori, they need a they need a maid to clean the house. So they get this young girl who had been in prison and she comes to live with them. And they don't have much room in the house. Well, they do, but they put her in an attic room, which is tiny. Well, that's just the beginning. There are many, many twists and turns. Uh, If you like the kind of books that I like, you will absolutely love this. I couldn't stop reading. Judy read it and spoke about it a couple of months ago I think um, and we compared notes and it is one of the most twisty turny books and we both just loved it so I hope people will want to read it if you like um, well there there is torture in it but honestly it is such a Good. It's a fantastic book and I want to read more books by Frieda McFadden. So I hope I haven't taken up too much time in telling you what a fantastic book this is. It's The Housemaid M A I D and Frieda McFadden and seven one four two oh one is
2: the and that's- number. 114201. We we don't have any 714,000 books yet, Joe Joni. So it's uh, 114201 one Yeah, yeah. And uh thank you, Ellen. That's all right. And if you look up house made, there is no space between house and made. It's all one word.
1: So uh, and it's in the most popular, in the mm-hmm. most popular list.
3: Isn't there a sequel? Oh, I hope Lord gets it. There, there, there is, is, is a
4: sequel, and another one is coming up. Also, her it, most recent book that I've read, The Coworker, worker is uh, awesome too.
3: Yes. Do do they all feature that same housemaid character? Or or is it like the sequel? Or is it the all secret, the uh,
4: housemaid secret does, and then there's another one coming out. It's not out yet. Oh. The Coworker worker is a separate standalone. Oh, okay.
3: Well, i oh, I gotta Alan, say. Go ahead, Alan.
2: I was gonna say if, if it's got torture, I hope the, the people that need the torture are the ones getting it. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not usually place. how
0: it works. <laughs> some are and some aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but at the right at the end, the right one gets the torture. Well, thanks for all the information that you've all been giving me about it because, um, so what's on where can I get them, Bard
4: or Bookshare or what? Bookshare, uh, where did I get the uh, –
1: um, it might Audible. be Candle.
4: I don't know. Bookshare might have it by now.
1: I know Audible has the co-worker.
4: Oh, um, yeah, I forgot Audible. That, they have everything. Pretty. Good. I don't have it, so, yeah. Um, but that's a good idea.
2: Okay. Johnny, you want me to yeah. call on people? How hey, do you want to do this? Are yes, you done? Yes, please. No, any other books? Yeah. That's it. No, that's it. Okay, okay, we got we got lucky thirteen in the room now, so there's mm. thirteen of us. Let's see. Okay, right. Sally Rosenthal.
5: Okay, I have two books. Neither of them have torture in them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first the first one is a brand new book on Audible called The Farmer's Wife by Helen Rebanks, and Rebanks is R E B A N K S. This is a companion memoir to books her husband, James Rebanks, wrote a few years ago about their life on a sheep farm in the Lake District of England. It is just one of those books that draws you into a a lovely area. She talks about raising their children, um, doing sustainable agriculture. Um, I just love that I got immersed in it. Um, The second book, is um, brand new to me. A friend, an Internet friend from England recommended it this past weekend. And I had never heard of the author Gillian, G-I-L-L-I-A-N, Hick, H-I-C-K. She's an, an Irish veterinarian, and she's written a series of books about her veterinary work. The first one is the one I'm reading now called Vet on the Loose, um, if you like James Harriet, um, this is kind of a modern day James Harriet type <laughs> series set in Ireland. Um, and I just started the first one this afternoon. I think I'm going to be up late tonight. So um, I'm reading it from Kindle. But um, I recommend both of them.
2: Darnie, comments? No? Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sally. Thanks, Sally. Uh, Those don't sound like they have any horror in them, so I'm assuming you you must really like them, so that's good.
5: Well, the first um, one about the vet did, the opening chapter was about a horse castration, so I'm sure the horse wasn't very pleased. Oh, I'm sure he he wasn't either. But but there was anesthesia involved.
2: And we won't we won't get in. Uh, you said the author's last name was Hick for that one, right? Right. Okay. And, and, and when, when when that word is used in Mississippi, it has a whole different connotation. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. uh, OK. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. Let's see. I'm going to call on the next person, Johnny. Is that OK with you since you're the boss? That's fine. OK. Uh, John Bowyer. I uh, now I have to ask you, John, what, what's happened to the Patriots this year? They, they don't seem to be playing much football. Oh, they
6: look beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Losing to the Saints 34 to nothing today. Come on. That's pretty bad.
6: I loved right. it. I love minute. Sorry,
2: sorry, I digress. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
6: All right. I'm going to talk about a book that I finally finished on my machine. Yay. It's called Why is the Foul Pole Fair? or answers to the baseball questions your dad hoped you'd never ask. It's by Vince Statton. And I'll tell you something. I have been a a baseball fan since early 50s. And I thought I knew all there was to know. About baseball, but let me tell you you read this book and you get one whale of uh, <clears throat> um, okay, my words. Uh, you get inundated, inundated with
2: baseball trivia.
6: I mean, this book tells you so many things that you would never even. Think of why they do this, why they did that, why why they did something else. Absolutely incredible. And why is the foul pole fair? I'm not telling you. Thank you.
2: So the, the name of it is why is the foul pole where that marks the, the foul line? Is that what you're saying? Pole?
6: The pole, yeah. E o L
2: E. I got it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I, I think I might read that. That sounds good. Does oh, you love number? it. If
6: if you are a true baseball fan, it is yeah. definitely a book to read. Does it have a Excellent. number? Does it have What's a that? Does it have a number? Well, I don't know. My machine doesn't give me those numbers.
2: So oh. you 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 read it with the, uh, an A reader and braille, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's okay. a okay. BR okay. title. All right. It, yeah, it's a BR title. Yeah. So, okay. Well, w- w- we, so we can I'm find hard,
3: it. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
6: That's
3: yeah. Where I get the books from? Okay. We can
2: find it. I'll, I'll I'll try to look it up for before we leave. Okay. I
3: can do that right now.
2: Okay. Okay. Let's Thank see.
3: You,
2: All right. Thank you, John. Let's see. Thank you, John.
6: Hey, Joni. Shouldn't they give us the numbers of those when we?
0: Well, they when we do. Get...
6: And the human,
0: human wear reader, which I have, you get the number, you get all the information. The ZoomX is... is highly lacking in all your information that you need.
6: Evidently. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sure okay. human wear is better, but you got to live with what you got.
2: Exactly. Okay. Thank you, John. Yep. <clears throat> okay, Thanks, Randy so. Shelton You can unmute yourself and tell it's, us about your book
3: It's BR14915 by the way
2: How about the yep. uh, Did you look up the uh, the uh, Audiobook number two or not
3: I don't seem to have it
2: Oh really, okay
3: Well, well I'll, I'll have it.
7: to I'll have to look up That baseball one And I have Um, The housemaid downloaded. I just haven't started it yet, but it looks like a really good one. And yeah, don't get me started on the Zoom Max. But anyway, um, the book that I a book that I really enjoyed is um, Count the Ways. It's by Joyce Maynard. It's on Bard, and it's the commercial version. The DB number. I believe is one zero four nine two nine, and this is just—it's a really good story. Um, it follows the life of a family. It's a novel, and this is the first I've read by Joyce Maynard. Um, it starts out with a a young woman she's in her 20s and she's looking back on her very sad childhood where she spent a lot of it in boarding school and her parents died when she was in her teens and she's very well off and she's a writer at a very young age she writes a children's book series illustrates and writes these stories so she has quite a nest egg and she sees an old farm in this small town and so she buys it and meets meets a man and they marry and it's just it's such a beautifully written story. I'm not going to go through all of it because it, it really does. It follows the family through their lives and something happens and they end up not staying together, but they're very much still part of each other's lives. And um, it's, it's just, it's, as somebody described it, it's a sweet story without being sappy. So it was such a fun read. Once I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. So that's my book.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Randy. That sounds good. It does.
2: And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't find any audio book on Bard that has anything about a foul pole in its title. So uh uh I, it must just be uh in in Bard like I mean in Braille like like David said. So, so thank you, David. Uh yeah, thank you. David. Judy, do you have a book to discuss today?
0: I started a book, and I've been so busy I didn't finish it, but I love being in here with all of you.
6: I blame your sister for all that. (laughs) We're (laughs) delighted to have you, whether
2: you have a book to tell us about or not, so we're glad you're here. It's her sister's fault. believe
3: me. Okay. All right. Uh, David Boucher. I have one title. It is called... um, the World, a Family History of Humanity, DB 115108, by Simon Sebak Montefiore. It's a chatty, episodic history, basically, as the title says, of the world. It starts briefly discussing early man. It spends time on the Akkadian Empire of the 23rd century BC. He discusses Babylonia, Assyria, Persia. The Greeks, the um, world of Alexander, the people who inherited Alexander's empire, the Seleucids, the Ptolemies. He does ancient Rome, he does Carthage, the Byzantines, the Vikings, um, the rise of Europe, the slave trade as practiced by the Muslims in East Africa, by the Genoese in the Crimea, by the Ottoman Turks. He discusses the early modern era of Europe. He takes you all the way to the present today. It takes 20 narrators to do it. It runs over 68 hours, which I didn't think I would ever read. But it was so interesting. And I could speed it up. But it was so interesting. And it's very episodic. You could read a few pieces and then read another book, come back to it, read a little bit, come back to it, which is why I did the review on the DB list that way where I discussed two books because it was, the, it was the way I had done it, where I was able to zip in and out of two different books. He He's an interesting writer. He, he really is. He's known for his works on Russia, which I've never read. But this just seemed like one of these grand sweeping narratives that made me think about things in different ways. And I can't even imagine writing something like that. But it was interesting. And if anyone likes history and they want to dive in, even if it's just to read about one certain period, the book is unique. I was surprised Bard got it almost as soon as it came out, actually. <laughs> and 20 narratives keeps it interesting because you never, you know, you keep getting different voices. Again, What's... it's The World, the, A Family History of Humanity, DB 115108 by Simon Siback Montefiori. I think he's a well-known British historian. He even reads the introduction, so you get to hear him.
2: Oh. So uh, we ought to get Don Queen to take that one over over, over 12, no. 12
3: months.
8: <laughs> <laughs> uh, tw- I was oh. thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my freak. goodness.
6: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
9: oh, that would funny. keep us all off the streets for a while, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. amen. At, least, at least
3: three months worth.
2: okay thanks David.
6: sure 68 hours
2: okay uh, Paula Mack welcome I think this is your first time here
4: it is can you hear me now I had myself muted before
2: yes we can hear you you sound lovely
4: thanks Um, the book I am reading now I just thought it might interest some of us because um, well it takes place in an English setting. It's called A Place for Us by Harriet Evans. I got it from Bookshare. And it's about a woman that's about to turn 80. And she, I guess there are a lot of family secrets. And she has invited all her children back to the like estate in England where they lived as children, but she's still there with her husband. And there are a lot of I guess, you know, there's things she wants to tell them that are gonna it I guess can destroy the family if it's but they all have secrets and the thing that is keeping me reading about this book one, I really like longer. It's not super long, but it's like 480 pages.
6: Okay. And
4: it the characters are really well drawn. The kind that you'll remember later on, like all her children have different things that happen to them. And it's just a really, it's just one of those books. I don't think I'm going to forget. So I just recommending it.
1: Okay. Interesting.
2: Well thank, well, thank you very much. We're, we're, we're glad you came and shared that with us, and we hope you come back next time we meet.
4: I'll try to come back. I keep yeah. trying yeah. to do this and keep, like, not yeah. doing it. <laughs> thank you. Well,
2: you're, you're welcome. Anytime you can get
4: in. Yeah. What's your name? My name is Paula Mack,
0: M-A-C-K. Well, it's so good to have you with us, and do please come back when you can because we we just love to
4: share the wealth. I love this, I love all yes. this talking about books and recommendations. and and I didn't want to tell everything. I mean, I was just trying to be sort of vague about it, but just uh, if you could just the characters are just so well drawn. and it's rare to see that sometimes now.
2: That's what that's what we like. We want you to set the hook and reel us in, and then that's without, right. We, without exactly. is the yeah. way to go.
10: Yeah, yeah it doesn't spoilers. have. It's
4: not yeah. on Bard. I did check, but it's not. Yeah, but it's have Bookshare. Maybe. It might be on Audible. Everything's yeah, on Audible.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can find it somewhere. I expect so. it's a Great. Okay. Thank you.
1: Well, a lot thanks, of us, Paula. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Paula, and a lot of us read books from Bookshare, so.
2: You're always welcome. Yes. Okay, Jen Alatrell.
9: My book is called The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer, R-I-M-M-E-R. I read this book on Audible, and it's a World War II novel. So I thought about Joni because I know she likes World War II novels. So I looked it up, and it is also on Bookshare. The main oh, character you, in this book. <laughs> you're the main character in this book is Alina. She grows up in Poland and plans to marry Tomasz. Tomasz is Jewish, and Alina's family is Catholic. And her family ends up helping Tomasz, uh, working with Tomasz to help the Jewish people in the area. Mostly, they supply them with food. But, of course, they are found out by the Nazis, and they plan their escape to England. So now we fast forward about (laughs) 70 years, and we're in America. And Alina has a granddaughter who she's very close to. And her granddaughter has a son who is autistic and nonverbal. And he communicates through uh, a program where he uses pictures on an iPad. So Alina has a stroke and she becomes nonverbal. And using this iPad, she asks her granddaughter to return to Poland and discover the secrets that she has kept from her family all these years. So. From her granddaughter does, uh, does end up going back to Poland and discovers all kinds of things that I'm not going to tell you about because obviously that gives the whole book away. <laughs> so so anyway, it's um, I, I did like the book. It was good. It was actually very sad in places, of course. And it's The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer.
2: I'm not sure... I don't think I can read that because there's nothing I won't say. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I believe that one <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, thank you, Jana. And that's that's the only one you've got to discuss today, right? Yes. Okay. Very thank good. Thank you, Jana.
0: And that sounds like a book that I really wanted to read. Yeah.
9: So thank I you.
2: about you. Mm-hmm. Very You're good. Welcome. Thank you, Liz Lindsay. given list time okay unmute. yep there she is. i am there you unmuted
8: are. now let me go back to my page okay so the i have one book it's a non-fiction book oh and i just lost it again every time you <laughs> hold on i'll get it to, but it's it's called holy envy finding god in the faith of others um it is written by a um barbara brown taylor and she is a former episcopal priest um who turns um Uh, leaves the priesthood to go teach at the college. It's a small Christian college in Georgia. And she um, basically the book is talking about her first semester of teaching a comparative religion course um, and some of the lessons that they learn and um, um, struggles that she has with a pretty predominantly uh, fundamentalist Christian student body. In her class, uh, but she takes them to um, a Hindu temple and a Jewish synagogue and um, a, a, a Muslim mosque and um, tries to expose them to other religions. Um, and uh, it just, you know, helps them to find that that if you're open-minded, you can find, you know, if you're open to things you find a lot of similarities. It's, it's really well-written. It's not preachy at all. Um, I, uh, I read it for another book club and I, I really enjoyed reading it completely. It's only seven hours and 28 minutes long. It is unbarred. The DB number for it is 94520. It's 94520. And again, it is um, written by Barbara Brown Taylor. And the name is Holy Envy, Finding God in the Faith of Others. And that's my book.
2: Excellent. Thank you, Liz.
8: Thanks. Thanks so
0: much, Liz. It sounds really good.
2: Let's see. All right. Let's see. Mary Sue. And I think yes. this may be your this may is this your first time or no, this
1: is my second
2: time. Second time. Okay. Yeah, that's that's right. the okay. Here, well, well welcome back.
1: Well, thank you so much. And I'm so glad I found y'all because this is just so much fun. Um the book that I'm going to talk about, I got from Audible. And uh I feel like you're going to be a little bit disappointed when I tell you the author and everything, but Mm. pull yourselves together. It's going to be okay. Um, This book is by Sandra Brown. It is her most recent book. And I had been wondering through the years, why does she keep writing things that are of interest to me at no matter what time of life I am? And I found that it's because we're the exact same age. (laughs) But um, this book is called Out of Nowhere, and she reads um, a a preface, a note, something at the beginning of the book talking about the fact that uh, although a mass shooting occurs in the book, that is not what she wants to focus on. She wants to focus on survival. So what happens is we have two main characters. One is the guy named Calder and um, the other uh, the female character is L. And they are at I think it's the state Fair in Texas. And um, Calder, is dating this woman who is a journalist, and she just raised a, a, a fit until he said that he would come to the fair. He didn't really want to go to the fair because he was around people all the time, and he didn't want that. As he comes into the fair, though, there's Elle, who is leaving, and she has her little two-year-old toddler in a stroller, and the stroller gets knocked over And Calder uh, reaches out to try to pull the stroller upright again. And he gets shot. And ultimately, the baby is killed. Uh So they meet in in a grief group. And like I said, this is by Sandra Brown. So I imagine you can figure out the rest of it if you've read Sandra Brown.
6: That's awful. Trying to be helpful and poor baby. Yes. it's got to have know. some
2: hot. It's got to have some hot romance in it somewhere. If it's by Sandra Brown, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's, right? it's got to right. yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, 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 good. Yeah, I'll have to get that one. I'll, I, I like Sandra Brown. So, yeah.
6: Well, that sure wasn't romance. <laughs> no,
2: no, not that, in the,
1: the beginning. Not no, in the, the opening beginning. sounds
2: pretty bad. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: well, thank you, Mary Sue yes you thank you
2: is that all that's all that's all you have that's a, that's it okay well we hope that's you keep fine. coming back yes I so. will absolutely yes
0: you're, you're always welcome thank sandwich.
2: you all right let's see Dan you're up can you hear me no yes
10: okay um I have three books, so I'll go quickly. Uh, first one is Loyalty is a novel of World War II. It's by Thomas Fleming, and, and it's from NLS. They have a whole bunch of books by him, and it's about an American journalist and her husband who is involved in the government and then a German woman who's involved in the resistance, and her husband who's involved, who's a Nazi and also the lead and uh, is really a complicated book to explain. I mean, parts of it take care, place in Germany, in the United States and Spain, cause Spain was neutral during the war. Um, I, I would say this book would benefit from being available in braille. So you could search, kind of make a list of the characters things like that uh it's a good book if you like world war ii um fiction but be prepared for a lot of characters uh the next book i want to talk about is a recent book that nls put up called chop suey a history of chinese food in america it's by andrew coe coe and eric martin it's read by eric martin and that's also from nls and uh, It's really interesting. You don't just learn about um, Chinese food, um, but you learn about the different Chinese communities around the country and how they're similar and different. And one of the things I had heard before and never uh, quite understood is how uh, Jewish people became interested in Chinese food. So the book explains that. And that's only eight hours. It's a good read. Um, The only problem is I was hungry the whole time I read the book. (laughs) Uh, And the last book I want to talk about is called uh, The Secret Life of Adam Entwistle. That's his last name, E-N-T-W-I-S-T-L-E. But it's probably easier to remember the author's name, Matt, M-A-T-T, uh, Kane that's C A I'm sorry, C-A-I-N and that's from analysts. it's about a, a, a guy who works for the post office in England in a small town and he's been and he's gay and he's been repressed all his life and it's about a boyhood relationship he had and how he rejected the um, his uh, friend George and then how he Upon his retirement, finally decides that he needs to open up about himself, so he's not lonely, and he finds that everyone's supportive. And the book has a happy ending. I don't want to spoil uh, the ending, but do read it. It's a heartwarming. It's, it's a heartwarming story. Oh, you've read it?
1: Yes, I liked it very much. Yeah, and it's, I, I've read it too. It's really good. It's kind of refreshing that, you know, I'm
10: old enough to know that there was a time that people just didn't talk about gay relationships. It was so taboo.
6: yeah.
10: It's just something you didn't talk about. And so what people that are even older than me went through to, you know, living in the closet and being miserable, uh, it's a really good, right now I'm reading a book by Debbie McComber, but stay tuned. Okay. I'll talk about that another time, but uh, that's it for me. Okay, thank you, Diane.
8: Thank you. are welcome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank All
0: you, right. Dan. And but then the first book that you talked about is a World War Two novel. Is there a lot of uh, battles and fighting and? Stuff uh, like
10: that it is there? violent. Yeah, it is violent. There's some description of um, my mind went blank. Uh, the battlefield but it's more um, it's more just about the relationships between the characters and they um, uh, there is a lot of steamy sex I could have done without that and I'm not a prude I just don't always think that what's that old adage show, show not tell or is it the other way around I think it sh- you know. I think sometimes writers um, don't give the reader enough credit for figuring things out on their own. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes yeah. It's, yeah. it's just
8: not really—it's not really germane to the story. I mean, it's like yeah, you know, it's gratuitous. It's, well, it's it,
10: or... it was in a way, and it wasn't. I mean,
8: okay.
10: it wasn't the sense that these people had romantic affairs, but
8: the author right. could
10: have told the reader that in another way.
8: <laughs> Who did you
9: say the author was? I I missed the author. Oh, I'm sorry, one. Thomas Thomas
10: Fleming. You know Thomas, and then Fleming with one M, <laughs> F L E M I N G.
9: Okay, thank you.
10: No, you're welcome. That's yeah, the whole point of here. this meeting. We all share.
6: Okay, great. I was going to make a comment about the the Chinese food thing, but.
8: <laughs> it's almost
6: supper time for everybody oh, so,
8: my stomach is growling and it
6: sounded um,
10: really good <laughs> it is it is good
6: now the story i heard when i was a kid was would not make you happy okay all right <laughs> we're gonna move we're gonna move we on don't okay.
8: hear.
2: jenny you're up go San Diego, Jenny, unmute okay. yourself and tell. There you are.
11: Okay. Uh, will do. Okay. Um, all right. I have one book. It's nonfiction, and it just came on Bard. And um, it's dealing with subject I found really fascinating. Um, the title of the book is, let's see if I can get this right, is um, <clears throat> uh, Platonic-Dash-Dash. Dash, How the Science of Attachment Can Help You Make and Keep Friends. And it's by um, Marissa Franco, Ph.D. And this is a book that came out of her Ph.D. on friendships in adults. You know, how do we make and keep friendships as adults? Easy as kids. And she did a lot of research, a lot of science. I've never seen necessarily a a book on friendship treated in this scientific way. So, um, she has a couple of main points or questions that she raises, which are what is the impact of friendship on our lives? Do we need it? You know, some people will say, oh, so and so is just a friend. Is that fair to the meaningfulness that friendship can bring, according to the author? Then um, the, she also goes into, and there's a lot of details, about 11 hours, and there's, it's kind of a fun read. Um, a fresh read. Okay, so then she goes into um, strategies for making and keeping friends. Um, you know, and what are some of the emotional problems or issues that might get in the way of making friends? I guess you know, fear of rejection, um, shyness, etc., 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 and how that might be overcome. And then um, one of the things there's lots of fun facts and interesting perspectives. I'm just going to touch on a couple and then move on. Um, one of them is let's say you're already married or you have a significant other. Now, if you have a friend that is not your spouse or the key person in your relationship, will you having a friend hurt or harm the relationship? And that's a question they have some stats on. And um, it was a really Interesting book, um, 11 Hours, very realistic. It talks about other things like boundaries, what can we expect of our friends, what's the difference between a friend and an acquaintance, how do we keep a friendship thriving. And here's one fun fact that is actually research-based, as most of the book is. Okay, let's say you think, well, those people don't like me. (laughs) Studies show that if you think people don't like you, they usually like you more than you think. So that was an interesting fun fact. And again, I didn't give you a DB number. It is um, DB 114778. And it's very thought-provoking. There's a lot of different angles she pursues that I haven't heard written about before. And that's it. Thank you, Jenny.
10: Thanks.
2: OK. Uh, I'm last. I've called on everybody else. Uh, The book I'm talking about, uh, and this is Alan, is uh, The Running Grave by Robert Galbraith. It's on Audible. It's not on BARD yet. Uh, Robert Galbraith is the name that J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter books, writes under uh, uh, for this series. Uh, uh, This is the seventh in the series, and I think this is probably the the, the best of the lot. I've, I've read all of them. The uh, I can't remember who the narrator is, but the same guy has narrated them all on audible and he's, he's outstanding. Uh, this one is very good. Corman strike is the main character. He, he's a former military, uh, UK military, uh, uh cop, uh, who has his own private eye investigation service now. And, uh, uh, he in this in this particular book is taking on a cult like church, which uh, I, I'm always amazed. Uh, you know, I, I know people are, are, are of all ilk's and of all you know cuts and stuff. But how how anybody can get sucked into one of these things is is beyond me. But 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 I realize I, I'm I'm different than a lot of folks. But 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 anyway. Uh, uh corman strike's partner is named Robin Ellicott that, that they they dance around between having uh, 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 a relationship and so that there's that tension in all the books but Robin goes undercover in, into this cult to try to find out what's going on and and they she does it specifically for a guy whose son has been in there for like four years he's trying to get his son back but uh, it, it it covers a lot of interesting things and uh, their agencies investigating other things too on on the side. So it, it's it's got a great it's got great plot line, great character development. It's like thirty four hours long. So I've got about I've got about a dozen hours left to go. So uh, but uh, it, it's been an excellent read, and uh, uh, I, I I would encourage you to to check out uh, the the books that she has on board. I'm I'm thinking most of her her first six are probably already on board Bard. But uh, this one's not there yet, but it will be at some point. But uh, uh, I, I, I'm I'm very much enjoying a, a, a good read. So uh,
6: why anyway. such a you know popular and great author go and change their name to go through another bunch of books? Don't uh, make-
2: you know, I, I I think she must have done it because J.K. Rowling's got such a uh, 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 she's so pinned to the, those Harry Potter books, and and those are all kind of for 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 young, yeah you know, for young young kids and stuff. And I think she, since these these books are so adults and stuff, I, I think yeah, that's well, that, yeah, I right, can that.
6: see it in that way. But yeah, yeah, such a famous person, and I'm <laughs> sorry, I read the uh, uh, Harry Potter books, and I'm an adult. <laughs> No, I, I well, I did too, and I and I love the Potter books, but it's, I, I do.
2: Man. I I I am not a published author, so I can't I can't tell you why they why they use different names. I, I guess they've got their reasons, but uh, uh, it's not going to affect her income. She's probably already she's probably got more money yeah. than most most people in the world anyway. But uh, I'm it, sure of that. It, yeah, but uh, uh, but but I, I I like she tells a good story. I think I, I mean, and I like I like the way she writes. So uh, anyway, that's what I've got. So, uh, Joni, do you want to make any closing comments? Or
0: Well, thank you so much, Alan. Thanks for uh, picking on the, not. That doesn't sound right. Thanks for choosing the uh, people in the order that you did.
2: Uh, there there, there, there was no order. I just jumped around randomly today. So, uh, yeah. So, oh.
0: so. <laughs> Very good. He and, did a waltz.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I
11: waltzed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I hope everybody enjoyed Banquet. Uh, if anybody wants to stay a little bit longer, uh, the hour isn't over yet. Um, I don't know if there's a way of making somebody a co-host or what you do, or if you can stay, Alan.
2: Uh, well, I, I, uh, I've got a ride coming to pick me up for, for supper. So, uh, I, I, Liz, you saying or uh, you said I thought, no, I, heard I, thought I, heard I heard I wanted oh. to
8: I, I wanted to make a plug for World of Books. Um, be frank with me. It oh, yeah. is an excellent book. I just finished oh, it today. I, love I loved it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, yeah it's good.
5: good.
8: Yeah. Th- do you just
5: I, love that little boy? I, I do. love
2: him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's wonderful. Yeah. I, I I want his clothing budget, though I tell you, yeah, I know I like the,
8: seriously, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that book. I've got to read it again. I read it for another book group last month, so I need to read it again. But uh, um, and make, which and book make is it, that? Be frank with me is uh, what we're talking about in World's a book a week from Tuesday.
7: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: yeah. So. Uh, oh, it's
7: already I'll a have to get it. I'll have to get it. Oh, it's
2: excellent. What? Yeah. Be frank with me. Yeah, be frank
7: with me.
0: I have it, but I haven't started it yet. So I can't believe how quickly the months go by, and now it's going to be time a week from Tuesday for World of Books.
7: Well, not more years a week from yeah. Friday.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah,
2: months. Nothing. Yeah. He, I can't believe how quickly the years are going by. So
8: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. speed keeps getting faster and faster as the years get (laughs) yeah they are doing that the
6: faster they go
8: that's
6: exactly right
7: i just
8: wanted to i wanted to encourage you to to give that a try because it's not that long and it's just really such an enjoyable book Mm -hmm.
7: i'll have Mm -hmm. to get it Okay,
8: well, I'm gonna
2: leave. I got to take my dog out before my my ride gets here. So uh, uh be let, a let's good see, idea. Let's let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, so, yes, Joni.
0: No, I was gonna say we can
2: we can end this. Or oh, I, I or let, let can... me see me. Janet, you gonna stay? You
9: wanna mm. stay a minute? Um, let's see what time it is. I actually I have to go too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm we'll
10: gonna go. Dinner. Too. I'm gonna go. Okay,
6: Sounds right. like right. everybody's going, Tony. Right. Yeah, we're leaving then. Well,
0: thanks, okay. thanks everybody for hey, thanks coming. Everybody. to our Thanks.
2: Yeah. Great banquet, Johnny. Another great banquet. There you go. Yeah. Okay.
6: 12th, yeah. right? Thank you.
0: Yes, the mm. next banquet is on November twelfth.
6: Well, okay. right. and, right. and we had th- we had thirteen
2: here. We had thirteen here today, Johnny. Great number, so that's good. Great. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bye-bye.
9: everybody. Good night.
2: Thanks. Good night. Thanks good night. Good night.